Hey guys, this is Fiorella Nira. Welcome to the Planner and Training Podcast. So hey guys, this is Fiorella Nira. I'm back with Planner and Training, the podcast. I'm here with the self-proclaimed Queen of Pink, Cece Todd. And Cece, welcome. Thank you so much for doing the podcast with me. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited because I love your energy and I love following you on social media. And I'm just obsessed with everything you do, especially because you use a lot of pink. And I, I love do. that color too. So tell me. Yay! We're yeah. like pink, pink sisters united. Yes. I will tell you, I love my neutrals, but I love pink. You know, I, 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 it's so weird. Like, I love neutrals in the house, but I die for things that are pink. It's, Ugh. but I just, I, I tell just people love. all the time, pink is the new black. I know. <laughs> and I always see, like, I saw you at Wedding MBA and I was a total stalker and I was like, that's Cece. Because I saw you. <laughs> I know it's kind of ridiculous, but I saw your no. pink flower in your hair and I was like, that's her. Psst, do you know who that is? <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Um, Yay. So tell me a little bit about you and where you are and what your company does. Absolutely. Um, so I am Cece and I am from Birmingham, Alabama. We own a luxury special event and floral design company. Um, so we, uh, what I like to tell people all the time, we do anything that makes spaces beautiful within reason, you know, and of course not breaking the law. Um, but most, <laughs> most of the time it just <laughs> revolves around floral and designing event spaces. So we do weddings and, um, special events, but since we are more in the luxury market, we run the gamut on, um, you know, over the top birthday parties, uh, baby showers, you name it. We kind of do a little bit of everything. And then I also own a prop rental company and uh, a creative workspace, which is where my office is in Birmingham, Alabama. And then I am an industry speaker and educator for the wedding industry and the floral industry. So uh, it makes me winded to say all that, but that <laughs> is just a little bit about us. Um, we, I have been doing in floor, been doing florals in some capacity for 17 years. Uh, I actually hate saying that because that shows my age. Oh, but no. I've only, <laughs> I just like to think I look way younger than I really am. Um, you're fabulous, so stop it. I love you. <laughs> um, it, but I've only owned CC Designs for, we're going in, into um, our fifth year. So we're, we're really at it right around four and a half years. So um, business ownership is kind of, entrepreneurship is kind of new to me, but the floral industry is not. So there's just a, a little bit about me and, you know, I love pink. Wow. I did not know that you were in business only for four and a half years. I know I say mm -hmm. only four and a half years is a long time, but it, it's just... <sighs> It, I know, sigh. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Owning a business, it's a lot of work. So that's amazing that you have, you're already this far and an amazing yes. educator with only four and a half years of business ownership. Okay. Yes. And I have a toddler. So, you know, how in the world that happened? But, oh. you know. Oh, wow. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, that's four and a half. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she, she came around the time the business did. So. Wow, that's awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. So is she always with you at the at the shop? 
Absolutely. Um, she a lot of days is in school. We started her a little early. She goes to a Montessori school. Um, but like today, they're out of school for the next two weeks. So she's actually mommy's little assistant in my office as we speak. But she has had the long threatening conversation. So she's being very quiet and behaving right now. <laughs> teach them young, teach them young to work hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. make things pretty and pink. <laughs> Yes, she makes videos all the time on her little iPad because she wants to make videos like mommy does. And it just makes my heart melt. So. Oh, my God. You have to share those. See if she'll teach other kids to like <laughs> do little flower crafts. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She tries. Bless her lover. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> we can be talking about kiddos and all the yes. pretty things forever. Um, but I want to get started on our questions. So Okay. I know and I see that you do a lot of Facebook Live, Instagram Live, um, and that's a really big part of your business and how you not only you promote your business for weddings and decor, but also how you promote yourself as an educator. How did you decide to do that? So it's kind of funny how I rolled into it. Um, I actually... Uh, kind of approached this subject to when they asked me to do a little Q&A before wedding MBA and they sent a little questionnaire out asking me um, pretty much the same question just a little bit about me Um, but what a lot of people don't didn't know but they kind of know now um, is that before I opened CC Designs I was actually um, a professional singer Um, And that was my lifelong dream. Um, I started working on an album, was in Nashville, like all the things, but just like everybody else who has that dream, it, you know, it's literally like winning the lottery or getting struck by lightning. So when I realized that that wasn't going to pan out, I needed to find an alternate career. Um, And so once my fabulous daughter um, came into my life and um, I realized that I quickly needed to find a sustainable career for myself, my husband and my family, because um, I still had to like, you know, contribute to, to the bottom line in my family. Absolutely. Um, I started CC Designs, but I always had the love of being on stage. I mean, I could talk to a fence post. I could entertain um, a party of three or three million. It just runs in my blood. Um, And so I stumbled across this little thing called Periscope. Um, A photographer here in town was using it. I was like, what is that? He was like, well, it's like live video. And I'm like, but who watches you? And he was like, any, you know, he's trying to explain it to me. I was like, this sounds exciting. I need to, I need to do this. And um, probably about a week later, I signed up for Periscope and jumped on and was just oh, so nervous. But after the first time, I was like, oh, I am hooked. This is my own personal stage. Wow. Um, and like I said, since I had no fear of, you know, being in the spotlight or, you know, just opening the world up to who I was, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And it just went like gangbusters from wow. there. Like so it just how, blew up after that. How long did it take? Because Periscope, I don't, do people still use Periscope? No. Okay. I didn't <laughs> like think so. Like it dropped like a lead balloon. Yeah, but now <laughs> Like it just was gone all of a sudden. Yeah, but now there's like Instagram and all these things that use mm-hmm. live like Periscope did. Um, right. How, how long did it take you to grow your audience in Periscope? 
not very long at all. Like since Periscope was a new thing, so what was so unique about it is that so many people were getting on Periscope and they were the individuals, if that makes any sense. Like now um, Facebook Live and social media has gotten so uh, huge that you can kind of hand it off to an assistant or somebody on your team where you've got this. But back when Periscope started, like big people that ran big events and things like that, people that you really were into, that was them. Like, you know, so when they were on Periscope or they followed you, it was, it was a direct link to some really amazing people and really amazing followers and you following them. So it really didn't take long. I just told somebody recently, I was probably on Periscope probably no more than six months before Facebook Live came. And once Facebook Live came, you know, that kind of was the end to Periscope. And I just recently, probably in the last month or two, have started having, this is how I know how long I've been doing it, have just started having time hops um, show up on my Facebook of a live that I did last year. And I can tell they're some of my first ones. So it's so been I would that probably, quick. Yeah, I, like so a year and a half. You, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey. <laughs> that yeah, it didn't amazing. take long at all. Wow. So with Facebook Live, once you made the switch, um, and you kind of focus on that. Did you did you do that through your business account or through your personal? So I started through my personal account um, and got a lot of scolding from that because uh, my husband actually his company was born out of me developing CC designs and opening it up. Um, I became very overwhelmed, very stressed, very to like just I like just started having nervous breakdowns because I couldn't do everything I needed to do and then go do Instagram, do Facebook, do Pinterest. And so he had a business degree and a marketing degree. And he was like, well, let me just start handling all of your social media, which now today it's turned into him owning a company called GT Marketing and Consulting. And so he handles all of my social media, but not my lives. And he just kept going, why are you going live on your personal page? Uh. Like you've got like he just (laughs) daily, I was getting yelled at. I was like, but that's where all my friends are. That's where everybody is. Yeah. And he was like, but it's not doing you any good. You've got to start doing it from your business page. Still today, some days it's a struggle. I'll just hit the live button and he'll be like, you know, you just did that from your personal page. I'm like, I'm sorry. So I'm it not. really is best, <laughs> right? I know I get scolded. It really is best to be doing it from your business page. Um, And the good thing about Instagram is I don't have a personal page. Instagram is me and the business combined as one. Um, So so I started really doing it on my personal page, but now we consistently do it off of um, the CC Designs business page. So that's where you should be doing it. And and then you share it out, right? You share it to your personal Okay. Yes, because my husband knows all, all these really sn- savvy tricks, and he's a social media guru. He knows all kinds of tricks of the trade to where I go live on one platform, and it, it shares it out to all of my social media platforms all at one time. So it's just some snazzy thing he, you know, figured out wow. in his world. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, next time your husband comes on too. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring him on. He's, he's very wise. He's very wise. Does man. he like to be the center, the center of the stage like you? Uh, no, because we probably couldn't coexist in one household. Right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but he has in his own right started speaking and becoming an educator for social media. So it is fun, like whose um, speaking engagement trumps the other one. Um, so it has it has been a fun dynamic around our household, people wanting him almost as much as they want me some days. And so, it, but it's been good. Most of the time we can tag team and go someplace together and speak kind of, you know, I cover social, I mean, uh, flowers and all the fancy things and going live. And then he comes and talks about social media. So it's kind of worked out good. Right. You both have your specialties, which is nice. Yeah. And you can do it at the same day or at the same conference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he's much quieter. Uh, <laughs> much. <laughs> so with with live, what type of things should we be going live with? Because I know you sometimes do live for your wedding. Sometimes you are teaching things live. What do right. you think businesses like yours, like planners, should be doing live? Okay, so this is what, and it kind of tacks ties on to what you just asked me a few minutes ago about how long it took me to build my following. And I think part of the reason why it happened so quick, I wasn't doing anything special or over the top or I, I'm not the best floor designer in the world. I don't even know if you'd say I'm the best floor designer in my state. I mean, I'm good at it. I'm really good at it. But, you know, I had to find what was going to Eventually, once I wanted it to build more, you know, I started just doing it because I just loved it and I was fine and I didn't really care if four people watched me or nobody watched me. But once it started building, you know, I had to figure out what set me apart from everyone else. But it just grew on its own like it was its own entity. And I think it was because nobody else was doing what I was doing in my field. So since I'm a floral and event designer, I mean, you see people go live all the time. But nobody was really just being this super transparent, this super non-scripted, off-the-cuff, just live human being giving everybody a look into, you know, lifting the curtain and saying, hey, this is what it looks like in my world. Come good and bad, come hell and high water, come, you know, all the fun, it comes with all the miserable, and hey, this is what I do, and people were so intrigued by that. Um, One of the stats that my husband's given me is that it's some ridiculous high number of the amount of people that will click on a live video compared to a pre-recorded video. So there were a lot of floral designers that had pre-recorded, very stuffy, very, like, pre-planned out videos, but nobody was just hitting the live button and being like, what's up guys? You know, like, <laughs> where's what's, we, what, this what's going to happen today? <laughs> and I think people were so drawn to that because it was live. And I mean, I jokingly said at Wedding MBA, I think people are drawn to that for just sometimes the voyeurism of like, you never know what's going to happen. I could accidentally catch myself on fire and they could be like, you know, I saw that live. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that is kind of the draw. So for anybody who's wanting to go into this, you have to figure out what's going to make everybody want to come and watch you. It might not be you have the best personality. Not everybody can be like me and outgoing and crazy. Um, (laughs) But a lot of times it's just being real. It's just being who you are. And people are just intrigued with what we do, period, in the wedding industry. So many people jokingly thought that it was just sunshine lollipops and unicorns around here right you know that we just sit around and play with roses all day long until about friday afternoon Mm -hmm. and then we just kind of make some beautiful things and we show up on wedding day and it's just beautiful and (laughs) which kind of led into why nobody really 
was prepared for the pricing of what we charged. But when you open up, like I said, the window and lift the veil and people actually see, oh, wow, that's a lot of work. It's intriguing. It's fun to watch. And it makes people want to share it out and other people see and it just grows yeah so and it's like peeking them, them it's like peeking under yeah. the curtain right and that's what that's what people want to see whether they're your peers that you that want to learn from you whether they're just a housewife that their toddler's asleep and they've just found you extremely entertaining for yeah. some reason or whether it's a bride that is going to book you and I tell people all the time live video is the best way to find your ideal client. It is the best way to vet in your company because people that don't like loud noises (laughs) or hate pink or really can't stand (laughs) very upbeat, energetic people know (laughs) when they scroll across my live, they're like, I can't work with her. That is so true. Yeah, it's huge. I didn't think about that either. But what it sounds like, it's basically like if you want to try a live video, whether it's Facebook Live, Facebook Live or Instagram Live, that you should just do you. Yes. So try absolutely. it out. It's called live for a reason. Don't stage mm-hmm. it out. Just do your thing and see what works and what doesn't. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because that's what, you know, in the world that we're in now with social media, um, transparency equals trust. Like if you're transparent, people trust you. Trust um, turns into sales. When people trust you, they buy from you. So and they feel like you're not being genuine. You're trying to be something that you're not. It's like they can sniff out a fake. Yeah. <laughs> but if they see the real you and who you are, like I said, it's a vetting process. But then they also feel in dear, you know, we're living in a world to where a lot of times it's not even about who's the better planner, who's the better floral designer. It's about the connection that you make. Exactly. People want to connect with you. The clients want to connect with you. And if they do, they book you. So if they, I mean, people work, people come in for consults and they already feel like they know me because they watch my videos. So they're already connected to me, which makes them want to book me. Right. It's just that, it's just that step of And it makes it even more exciting to work with someone that already kind of knows you because there's not that awkward small talk that you have to do to get to the, the big, like, big talk, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I, I do see what you're saying. Okay. So when you're doing, so now that we're talking clients, when you are doing um, weddings and you're doing Facebook lives and Instagram live with weddings, do you need Mm -hmm. a special release or do you get something from your clients that says, you know, I'm going to put your wedding live before your guests come in? No, I don't because nine out of 10 times, because I have learned how to use this as a vetting tool, um, they, they're coming to me because they have seen me live. They've seen my lives. Uh, very rarely has anybody anymore ever darkened my doorstep and they don't know that I live, I teach, I educate. It's almost more to the point to where if I don't live at their wedding, they're like, why did you not go live at my wedding? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of an ex- expectation that I've already set up. 
Yeah. And um, so they are very aware that that's going to happen. Um, and also, if I get an inkling that, like I said, sometimes it's very rare, but sometimes I do get people that come in. If I do get an inkling that they're not aware or they they haven't cyber stalked me and they haven't seen what I do, I just drop it casually in conversation like, you know, when you leave today after our consult, you should totally go check out my Facebook page. Go look at some of the lives we've done. That way you can look and see what what I've done in real life. And it's not, you know, pictures. It's not Instagram. I mean, it's not Pinterest. It's real life. And then if they don't know, they know at that point. So I never really even have to have that conversation of I'm going to live, you know. And, you know, and then you also have to think, what are the chances of all their friends and family being my followers? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I, very, and I don't really tag the bride when I go live. So most people are none the wiser. And I've never had a bride have a problem with it. That's good. And I, and I guess it's, I mean, it's a way to make your client feel special, too, that you're showing off what you have done for them. Oh, absolutely. They feel like queen of the day when I live. And then they send all their friends after the wedding to go back and look at the live like look she lived and then I get like this huge boost afterwards because everybody wants to come see that I lived their wedding and it it's, it just continues on forever. <laughs> wow. So, do you plan your Facebook lives? Yes and no. I am not a huge planner. I always tell people all the time um that uh, right brain people were you know, we're creative and can make literally grand full arrangements out of scraps of paper if we had to. But you ask us to like put a schedule together, you know, keep a checkbook ledger, you know, actually respond to emails. <laughs> those are not our forte. So we hire people to help us with those things. Right. Um, so scheduling it, I mean, every social media person, including my husband, would tell you it is best to schedule it because it heightens your chances of a following because just like everything else, you're telling them every Tuesday at this time, I will be doing this and, and it's easier for you to gather a following. Everything in the book says you should do that. I don't. I live um, when the mood hits me. I live when it's something exciting that I want to show people. And I just make sure that everybody that follows me has their notifications on. Um, and so that they're able to come watch it. And I guess the good part, too, is that it's not unlike Instagram, which now I think that's changed. It doesn't disappear in 24 hours. I get almost three times probably as many people that come and watch it on a replay than they ever did live. OK, um, so, so yeah. Instagram now, because that's a good point. Instagram used to disappear after 24 mm -hmm. hours. Now mm -hmm. it doesn't. Where does it sit? What do you mean? Where does it sit? Does it still sit at the top? Yes. I mean, this is like, this is so new. I haven't even done it yet. My husband was just telling me all about this the other day. Um, but he, what the way he was explaining to it to me, if I understand correctly, is that you can tag certain lives to be permanent. I'm um, not lives, but uh, in your stories um, and right. your lives. Okay. And I'm you can tag them and phone. say, Right. Say, I want this to stay and not disappear. I don't know if there's a limit of how many you can keep. Um, I will tell you his best advice was that this is a great tool. Like if you have a promo video or if you want to do a promo story kind of about you and your business, um, and it, that is a great use of that tool to where that will always be the first thing people see before they go and see your other lives or your stories on Instagram. Perfect. So it can be used 
for great purposes. So I found it on my Instagram and it's called highlights. Mm-hmm. And, and you can they, make those permanent. Yes. That's really yeah. cool. It's so cool. I'm so glad they finally evolved to that. Like, I'm glad and I'm not. Like, I always knew that on my Instagrams, if I did anything really crazy, I was like, that'll be gone in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but now, as long as I don't make it a highlight, I'm good. Yeah. But, yeah. It, that, there was always that piece there. But what's, and I'll tell you another good tip, too, is that um, I think it's just because I'm a nature of the beast and I kind of started really honing doing lives on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so that people, a lot of times when I go live, I will do Facebook and Instagram at the same time. Um, but a lot of times if I'm short on time or if it's just a quick live, I will just jump on Facebook. Um, and so I try to give both of my audiences different things so that they are drawn to wanting to follow me on both social media outlets. So if you live constantly on Facebook and put the exact same live on Instagram, you're going to lose followers as far as like, well, she just does it on the same on either one. So, you know, I'll just go follow her on one. But what I try to heavily do um, is do most of my spontaneous lives or short, quick lives on Facebook and do more behind the scenes stories that are just quick little snippets of just different things, things that, you know, they totally get two different looks into CC designs in my life, depending on whether they're on Instagram and Facebook. So I try to give them both a little something different on each platform. That's, that's a good tip. Because that's, like you said, if they're going to see the same thing in both, what's the point, right? Right, right. They'll just um, always just go to one. So this, this question, you kind of went into, um, those tips that we would like to hear of those who are starting to do video just starting now which would be just do your thing do a little bit different for both but then you also do the same thing at a time for both instagram and facebook right 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 Mm -hmm. so how do you do that do you have a different um like do you do that with your laptop and a phone or I always tell people it is, if you can afford it or if you can find surround yourself with people that you can use their devices, it is always good to have two, if not three devices, if you plan on going live. And I know that sounds like a lot, yeah. but just trust me when I tell you, um, <laughs> unless you've got like a human being at your back can call all the time that can kind of be like an assistant or somebody that can help you. This is going to benefit you because I've watched too many of my friends and even struggled with it myself to where you sit the iPad up on a tripod and it's so far away, you know, I'm um, in my forties. Okay. So my eyesight (laughs) isn't so great. And so I can't see the screen that far back. So I just figured out that if I would put the iPad on the tripod and get it um, running, then if I would just cut on my own live on my phone and cut the volume down, then even though there's just a few, like a few seconds lag I could just read the questions or the people logging on in real time like closer up by using my phone than I could by squinting and leaning over trying to see my iPad and then usually I'll have some (laughs) other device (laughs) and so a lot of times we'll use my iPad and cut it on Facebook and use my phone and cut it on Instagram And I might, if I'm going to do both of them, and then I use my laptop, which is also an Apple device, and I'll sit it right next to me. Um, That's amazing. So, yeah, you've got to have a lot of devices. But I did not think about, you know, just following your own live to Mm -hmm. read the comments. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
It was brilliant. I was like, this changed my life. <laughs> so every time I see one of my friends trying to lobby, like, I can't see the screen. I'm like, go get another device. It will change, <laughs> like, you know, just something to where you can watch it on even your laptop. And then you can um, watch the questions as they scroll by. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Is there any new Facebook Live things that you've been doing that is, are really working for you? Um, nothing really um, huge. I will tell you a couple of slight changes I have made. Um, I'm, I'm teaming up with a lot of people this year, like I team up with Sarah Campbell. Um, I'll okay. be at the Inspire Design um, Retreat again in New Orleans with Lulu. Um, that's more a planner-based conference that is amazing and I absolutely love. And both times that I've had announcements or we've t- talked about that in depth, um, I've screen shared with them, which is so fun. Um, it's more um, on Instagram. No, we did it on, I can't remember if we did it on Instagram. I think you can do it on both now to where you always see that thing pop up and it says, invite them to be on a live with you. And um, both Sarah and I can split screen and do a live together on Lulu and I. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really cool because you can bring another person on and everybody gets to watch me and Sarah interact or me and Lulu interact both times when we were kind of talking about the event. So that's kind of a cool little trick I've enjoyed doing. Are you telling um, me that Facebook is going to start doing webinars because that's basically a webinar? It, it really basically is. I mean, I know Instagram does and I think Facebook is, is on the um, train to have it too. So yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay, so it's Instagram, not Facebook. It's Instagram right now, and then Facebook is, is I want to say that they either just started doing that or it's coming. I can't remember which one, but. Whoa, yeah. that is super cool. Yeah, so it, it's been really awesome to be able to split screen with another person. And it's, it's, you know, for a purpose of needing to make a big announcement or, you know, wanting to do, like I said, people watching the two of us together do something. Um, it's been really amazing and fun. Everybody gets real excited. Um, so that, that's been really cool toying with that. I haven't used it a ton, but I have used it a couple of different times. Um, and the other thing as far as live is there, because of this, Like I said, it's been probably about a year and a half, but really probably only in the last five months has it really just blown up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like all of a sudden everybody woke up in America and was like, who is this girl, Cece? Because I just started (laughs) getting just like this just just bomb rush of just like literally thousands of people friending me on Facebook. Like it would be like 30, 40 people a day. Oh, wow. Um, and it would just be people that don't know me, but that was where, like I said, I was living from there a lot. So they were just wanted to be my friend and, um, it came very fast and very like quickly to where I was just like, okay, so a, I'm worried I'm going to hit my limit to where they tell you at 5,000, you can't have friends anymore. <laughs> I mean, I logged on the other day and it was like, congratulations, Christy, you've had, um, 1500 new friends this year. And I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so I started a, um, a live group, um, and it's for just people in history. Um, I was always kind of toying with the group, but to be honest with you, my life is so crazy and so hectic. I was like, I don't need another thing to maintain. Yeah. But I started a live with CC Facebook group and it fixed a couple of different problems. It helped, um, kind of 
keep people from uh, just, you know, just tons and thousands of people wanting to come and be my personal friend on Facebook, I could always send them to the group because I would always, no no matter where I was living, it would always come to the group. And then sometimes I just live in the group. Um, But it helped another problem that we were having, which was um, because I had was taking on a different persona, you know, and was a floral designer for brides and for clients, but also an educator for industry and peer. um, A lot of times I was worried about like, we mean, do I really need to be talking about, about gifting and pricing and all this? Where also my clients are coming. I mean, not that I have anything to hide, but they're just like, why are you, you know, right. it wasn't it does, for them. The content isn't right. for them. Right. So it helped fix that as far as now I had a very good place to go and teach and educate and keep that separate from just being me and just doing a fun live and just con- connecting with future clients. So those are probably the two biggest new things that have come up and have developed that have changed the way I live and helped me in business. And so where can we find the Facebook group? What is it called? It is called Live with Cece. And then I think some rest of it is like just a fun place to laugh and do florals or like there's some rest of the tagline. I don't even sure. know what it was right now. Um, but you can just find that on Facebook by Googling, um, Googling, by searching um, <laughs> live with CC. And how often do you go live on there? Nor- like before the Christmas holidays hit, it was at least once a week. It, it's fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, but once the holidays hit and we really tried to slow down a little bit in December because I do have a toddler and I've tried to be really family focused. Right. It has not, I don't think I've gone in there directly in me in December, but starting in January, it will definitely be at least once a week that they'll just get their very own live content. But like I said, every time I've gone live, it's gotten shared in there also. So we're going to be on a regular basis. That's awesome. And so other than the group, how can people find you? Because I know that you're also join, joining Sarah um, for the Intrigued series. So mm-hmm. what are you doing coming up 2018? It's a new year. Lord, all the dates, all the, the things <laughs> I have coming up. Um, so uh, January is kind of crazy because like you said, I will be with Sarah in New Orleans. First, Sarah will be here. She is coming here for uh, her Alabama stop. So she will be here on the 7th and 8th. And then I pretty much step away from that and go to um, New Orleans with her. (laughs) Um, And she has her two sold out, cram packed, um, intrigued in New Orleans, which is her luxury event. And then I come back and turn right back around to go back to let me see um where do I go I go to um yeah I go back to the Inspire Design in March uh I have the Get Swanky Experience also in March which is in Texas lord I'll be at the Iowa State Florist Association then I um towards the end of the year I've been asked back to wedding MBA and will also be at Florology in California. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, so, I'm so kind of all over the place. <laughs> so for those who want to maybe want to learn from you, I know we have planners, but you know, I'm a planner but I also service florals. So for those who want to learn from you, um is there a place where we go to um live with CC to find out more every time that yes. you have a speaking engagement or you're teaching? 
Yeah, we'll always we'll always go in that group and kind of give information about where we're be where we're going to be and places that I'm speaking. But anytime anybody's just interested in that, that would the best place to go would probably be my website, which is um, ccdesignsllc.com. And if you ever just can click on the um, education tab, you can sign up to be on my um, email list. So anytime you just want to kind of keep up with me and where I'm going to be, uh, that is a surefire way, but also coming in a live group and also just, you know, keeping tabs on my CC designs page. I'm pretty sure you're going to figure out where I am because I'm very vocal about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found you very quickly and I just kept watching you. Oh, and yay! The, the thing was that I followed you through the summer. That's when I found you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I found you, but I, I found <laughs> you and I was like, I have to follow this girl. She's amazing. And I couldn't watch you because every time it was on a Saturday and I was working too. So I would see it. I would see it <laughs> pop up on my Instagram and I would be like, damn it. I can't watch this right now. And, you know, I would have to find it on Facebook later on because Instagram at that time, it would just disappear. And yep. then, oh my God, it was, that's my little short story. Anyway, we can go back. <laughs> I well, I, I love that because I want to watch people on Saturdays and I'm too busy having to like do the own work and, you know, until my husband figured out the way to kind of spread it across all of my social medias. I was like, okay, so I just lived on Facebook. Now we got to live on Instagram. Okay, now let me live on this. Let me go in this group and live. And I, my husband would be like, it's taking you 20 minutes. Yeah. Each time to like live. He was like, we got to figure out something better. So I got you. I wanted to watch so many other people do what they do on Saturday that I was like, I'm tired of doing my own live and <laughs> working to where I can't get to anybody. And of course, it would be gone, you know, in right. 24 hours. And so I missed a lot. I feel you. I feel you. Pain. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it, it was it was rough just seeing, you know, CZ Designs is going live right now. Watch it before it before it ends. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> okay. You're like it's gonna end. Well, we're working on getting me a YouTube channel. Also, I actually have a YouTube channel, uh -huh. but it takes a whole nother like staff person to you know just get all of the videos downloaded there and to keep them categorized and to I mean it's like a full time job. Social media, that. yeah. Social media right. is a whole nother full time job. But yeah. it's just such We're an amazing tool. Yeah, it's such a <laughs> it really is. It's such a good tool for marketing and PR and just getting your name out there and showing what you can do. Yeah. And, and planners, you know, just to kind of address that, since I, you know, I'm more in the floral, floral world. I will say when I first opened CC Designs, the very first year we were open, I did planning and florals okay. um, just basically to like make sure I was booked regularly and that was the first thing to go <laughs> like no I mean I loved doing it I mean I loved doing it I can tell I think that's why event design evolved so um easily into yeah. a service that I offered but like the organization of like timelines and I was just like this is just there's I mean I was one human being trying to do their flowers and be their planner I was like this is crazy yeah um it can but become yeah, so, a lot you have to have a team and everybody's got to have their own duty it's yeah. it's a lot of or orchestrating it really is not I, I mean I know people now that are like well I'm thinking about adding florals to my plan I'm like please don't please <laughs> please 
don't. Because I'm telling you, you will have 976 gray hairs extra. Um, you will probably have like patches of hair that fall out. You won't ever see your family. Like yeah. it's just too much. I tell people, I'm like, do what you do and do it great. Okay. So did, you, so did you do full planning? No, I just did partial and day of because oh, I wow. knew that full planning yeah. was all was just going to be too much. Yeah. And I'm such a detail oriented person and such a like hands on, you know, let's just be real. We're all, most of us are just very controlling that, you know, it was just very hard for me to hand that off to anybody else. So it was just too much. I mean, there was just not enough hours in the day to even like, you know, try to sleep and eat any food so I had to realize that my true love was flowers and to stay there I see what you're saying because so we do planning and floral and there like the first year that we added floral it was exactly what you were saying like Mm -hmm. there was no sleep Mm -mm. um we would be up until all hours of the night next day you know it's showtime and then you gotta go pick up but then we ended up, you know, yeah. adding adding to the team. And that helps. That's what I was oh, about to say. Right, yeah. right? You can't do it by yourself. That's that's a big no. thing. Um, and then, you know, just limiting our day of and our mm-hmm. full planning. So for, for full planning, we only take a very, very small number, and they have to be a very, very particular client, and they have to be a very mm-hmm. small wedding. Very, yeah. And then I mean, that's really the only way you could do it. There's the, to be honest that is with the you. only way because we did do full and floral <coughs> and it did not work. Mm-mm. So yeah, that's that's why we only do day of, day of, and maybe some add-ons, but never, mm-hmm. never full full service with floral, Mm-mm. especially for a large wedding. We've done like weddings of twenty two people, which is, it, yeah, we're, we're okay. <laughs> well, I think I think you know that's that's exactly it. You know. Unless one of two things happen, you either have to have like this staff member that you just that ultimately loves your business is going to care for it like you do and can either do one or the other, you know, like you're handling floors and they're handling planning. You know that they're going to have the same drive and attention to detail, which is very hard to find. Um, It is. Right? It's just so, well, we could have a whole nother podcast on trying to hire the right people. That's uh, sigh. Here comes right? that, and that I, sigh. Right? And I did not have that. So that's why I had to let it go. Or, you know, you have to be very, very specific in the people that you choose to take on as clients. And if you're very strategic with it, then you know, like, okay, so I can handle both of these. And like I said, if you have a very good, um, you know, team of people around you, a support structure. Yeah, that divide helps and a lot conquer. Too. Divide and conquer yeah. is a big thing. Yeah, it's, it's but a really big thing. And I think too many people try to take it on, um, and it just overwhelms them because they feel like they're. You know, sometimes more is just more. Yes. You know, it's not necessarily more money. It's not more profit. It's not. You're just working more, yeah, um, and you're running yourself into the ground, and then you're forgetting wh- why you got into it in the first time and what it was that you loved. So I think I just had very early insight into that that I was just going down a path that I could see burnout really quick, and that I wasn't a, you know, I was much better at rules and planning. Um, so I just needed to put all my focus into that. And like you said, at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I have only been in business four and a half years. Mm -hmm. And that's 
part of the, I'm not saying that people can't do both. I'm just saying, right. it, it, I didn't have the patience, I don't think, to get through that year of misery um, to try to do both. And I very quickly saw that I wanted to pour all of my efforts into the floral end of it. And I knew I didn't want to just be okay. I knew I wanted to be great. And so I knew it was going to require a lot of time, a mm-hmm. lot of energy and like just dire focus. And I, you know, I get like a dog to bone on things and I just pushed and pushed and pushed and poured everything into that part of it to make it great. Like that, that's how I excelled so fast. That's how I got where I was. I didn't have any other distractions. I was able to pour 1000% into that part of the business, what I knew I could do. And it just resulted in where I am today. And like I said, I mean, I am dealing with floral budgets that are more than most weddings some days on average. I was going to ask you about that. (laughs) What are your floral budgets? Because I know, you know, people don't understand that flowers are very expensive. And then you add the labor, just on basic processing is it's a lot. And labor plus the little things that you need, because those things need to drink the correct things and Mm -hmm. the correct solutions and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. what, what is your average budget? So my average budget for, for floral design, which we call full production weddings, is somewhere between 8 and 10. That's on average, and that's just for the floral. So most people spend either eight to $10,000 with me for florals. But we have weddings. Um, I mean, we did, I think, six last year that were over 15. Um, and we did a couple that were over 20. And wow. we have a possibility of that many more this year, plus um, some that are in the $30,000 mark for just flowers. <laughs> That's so, a lot of flowers. That's a lot of flowers. Yes. Yeah, so I can't even flowers. imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine trying to like be their planner too. I would just yes, die. Yes. No, you can't. No. You can't. Mm-mm. There's no way. There's no time. No. There's just no it, time. And that's what's cool about when you surround yourself with people. I'm always looking for people that are kind of like in a different market or a higher level or, you know, anybody willing to share knowledge with me that that kind of couple steps above myself and where, you know, in the industry that they work in. I met some really amazing people this past year from different groups and different conferences. And just hearing people that, you know, I'm in what they, what I like to call modern luxury. It's, it's not like the uber luxury, but it's where a lot of just kind of like your, what you would call your normal folk, but they have, you know, a decent amount of money and are willing to spend it. Right. Um, but I mean, I have friends that are in the Uber luxury market. And so when you start listening to how that's set up, um, you know, it's nothing to, for a wedding to have a planner, mm-hmm. to have just an event designer, exactly. to have just a floral designer, and then a, just a person that just runs production for that. Then there's a sourcing per, you know, there might be 10 different people and we're not even into like, you know, the lighting and production or, right. you know, these right. are it's people a that whole they're another ball game, right? Like it their really whole job is. is just to design the seating. Yep. Right? That's their job. And so when you think about, you know, trying to do it all and I, that that's where a lot of being okay with being just really good at one thing, I was okay with that because I, I eventually want to aspire to being that wedding to where, 
I, you know, I am just the floor designer. I can't even event design because they just need me to just come in and do the florals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you get into that caliber of wedding, there's all kinds of just people that have jobs that you didn't even know existed. <laughs> because you have to. Because mm-hmm. again, when you're dealing with that volume of things and that little of time, all you, ha- all you can do is divide and conquer. Yeah. There's absolutely. no other option. Mm-mm. So, so yeah. CC, when you work with, with wedding planners, what are some things that the planners that you work with and, and you refer to, what is it that they do that you like and that works really well for you and your team? Does that question make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> because they're, uh, I mean, y'all know I'm transparent and you know I'm frank because they're bad planners <laughs> or <laughs> good planners and they're great planners. They're planners that make my job harder. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're planners that um, make my job easy. And, of course, those are the ones that I'm going to love. Um, so so the things that I really love in good planners um, is, I love seeing somebody who is very, um, they, they have the concept of the wedding. They have a concept of how they want it to be. But, and I, and I let, me, let me back up and say that it is, I work with planners all day long that they send me a picture and say, make this. And I'm okay with that. Okay. But my favorite, but my favorite are the ones that have a concept and they point me in a direction and say, show me what you can do with this. And then we work as a team coming, you know, because florals are probably one of the biggest parts of a wedding, especially visually. Yes. Um, so I love a, a planner that comes to me and says, look, we've got this client and it's it's going to be huge. And let's you and I work together as a team to create something. Be- like, I love that process. I love that. So a planner that is that gets their floral designer involved and doesn't a just depend on them to do whatever. I mean, that's great, too. But yeah, what I like best is is that collaborative process of working with someone. Um, I love that. That that definitely makes me happy. I love uh, a, a planner that comes to me and says, hey, is there anything amazing you want to do? And I'm like, oh, well, let's try this. And they're like, OK, let me go back and sell that to my client. And <laughs> they get just as excited about it. Of course. <laughs> um, and then on wedding day, you know, it really just like I said, there are when I have to worry about the planner as much as I have to worry about. um you know, what I'm doing, or if I have to worry, um, for example, I, this is just a prime example of something that happens a lot when I'm working with a planner that isn't quite as experienced, Okay. you know, that a timeline is just, does it make sense? Like you have me coming in before the linens get there, or you have everybody coming in at the same time. Well, then I'm wasting an hour, maybe two, just sitting around right. while, you know, everybody gets their, so a planner that that is, uh, you know, involved in their timeline and has thought this through and is like, knows what I do and knows how I do it. So there they have effectively made a timeline of I need to have this down first and then I need to have this and then I can bring Cece in and then this is how she's going to do her magic. Like that just makes my world a better place. I mean, it's, it, it's, Ultimately, when I know that I can depend on the planner 
to make everything possible to where I just then have to come in and literally just do my job. Oh my God, that's, that's the best thing. And usually, <laughs> like I said, it's just basic coordination. It's it just basic, good timeline structure and just kind of thinking through everything. But yeah. I will tell you, it's hard. I, I, put, I give a lot of grace because especially when I don't work with people and they don't know how I work. And I say I as just me personally, but almost every floral designer is like this. So I think if planners <clears throat> would kind of get invested in who their vendors are and how their process works, then that, I mean, like Ashley Stork, she is one of my best friends. She, we share a wall because she's uh, <laughs> one of the sweet mates in Create. She's a planner. Okay. Um, you know, I never have to worry when I get to a venue that the caterer has not saved me a spot for this giant over-the-top food table arrangement I've made because she's already like addressed that with them and there's been great communication. But sometimes when I work with planners that I'm not familiar with or they aren't very invested or not maybe, you know, they're still a little green and mm -hmm. I have to show up with like this 400 pound giant arrangement that sits on something and I walk up to a food table that is covered from like one end to the other in food and I'm like well I don't, where am I gonna put that <laughs> I really sit it on the floor <laughs> you know and then I have to go find the caterer and be like hello did you know and they're like we did we had no clue yeah and it's because so I think so many and this is my gesture to y'all my hats off because I think so many people just think that planning is you know, oh, well, I did my sister's birthday or her or my aunt's baby shower. I can be a planner. Mm -hmm. No, mm -mm. It, it's not just telling everybody what time to be there and making sure nothing goes wrong. Um, it is it is to me the most important job of the day out of everybody else being there because a bad planner can make a wedding go wrong and a great planner can just at the end of the day, you can just be like, that was amazing. Well, thank you. That's, <laughs> That's I'm huge. sure everybody's going to be super happy to hear that. It um, is. I mean, it. I, one last thing on that, I'll tell you, I'm such a huge advocate of planners that <laughs> my husband and I almost were like, can we charge a fee if they don't have a planner? Because there are a lot of days when I have wives that don't, I just want to just, <sighs> could you just get a planner, please? Um, I try to sell them that. Uh, a concept even in our initial meeting if they don't have a planner I'll be like you're really gonna need one um but I will tell you one of my favorite things to tell people and this will probably make all the planners smile they're listening <laughs> um if I had a bride one time and where I pulled this out of I don't even know but it's my favorite thing to say now um, I had a bride that had come to me and I was kind of on the end of her of her booking process. And so she she was like, well, we're definitely booking you because everybody says that you're the best and I can't wait. and You're going to be amazing. And part of my interview or my process, why I am doing my consultation is on the very last page. I ask, do you have a planner? Do you have a caker? Do you have a photographer? You know, I just run through everybody. Right. Who do you have? So, A, I can you know, send you to great people, but be also kind of know who I'm working with. And um, I remember she was like, oh, yes, well, we have so-and-so caterer. He's the best. Absolutely. And we have so-and-so photographer. And they said she was the best. Absolutely. So we run through all the, and they had great vendors. 
And I was like, but do you have a wedding planner? And she was like, no, um, you don't really need one. I was like, well, why do you feel like you don't need a wedding planner? She was like, well, I am hiring all of the best of the best. So I don't, you know, really understand why I would need a wedding planner. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, let me give you an analogy. <laughs> she was like, okay. I was like, so do you know what the Philharmonic is? And she was like, absolutely. I was like, so this is a symphony. And I was like, you don't just stroll into that. You have to be the best of the best, flautist to the best of the best, violin play. I mean, all Mm -hmm. these people, would you not agree, are at the top of their game as musicians? And she was like, yes. I was like, let me ask you a question. If you went to a show and the conductor didn't show up, I was like, what do you think it would sound like? Wow. And she was like, oh, I was like, it would be a train wreck. I was like, so they are still the best in their field. They are the best musicians in the world. And they still have to have a conductor that makes them start on time, that keeps them in tempo. I mean, it would literally be a disaster without them. So that's why you need a planner. Even though we are all amazing and we are all the best of the best, we still have got to have that that team captain, that ship's helm, like that conductor of the symphony that makes it all run smoothly. And she was like, okay, so who would you suggest? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I literally constantly am like I should write it out and just mail it to brides because I am saying it till I'm blue in the face. But it yeah. usually gets them very on board with getting a planner. Wow. So... <laughs> That's amazing. And so as far as planners and working with them, and this will be, I promise, my last question because I know we've been um, chatting for a while. Um, But something that I caught in the very, very beginning, um, and I didn't want to cut you off because everything has been such a huge bank of knowledge that is just blowing my mind. Um, Planners kind of have have to behave how we want our clients to behave, right? They They come to us because we know, they know that we know what we're doing. So right. when, they, when they come to you, they also have to treat you like you know what you're doing and you're the creative. So right. I, I, I do think that if you're a planner and you're coming to someone like Cece or you're coming to your florist, that you have to give them the creative um, liberty. Is that, mm-hmm. is that correct? Yeah. yeah. To, to create something unique for that client, unless, of course, that client is, you know, I want this this way, that way, and that way. But when right. they're, they're coming with an inspiration, mm-hmm. I think that it's very important to give that freedom and that cre- freedom of creativity. Otherwise, you know, you kind of, I think you can also stunt creativity from yes. your creative partners. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I tell planners all the time, most of them I actually don't even have to tell it to. But like I said, the best way to work with somebody that's a floral designer or any type of design aspect in a wedding um, is I feel like y'all as planners are the first line of defense. So, yes, you might have a bride that comes in that has a Pinterest board and is like, I want this and I want this and I want this and this is the look that I want. Most of the planners really do this job without me ever even having to do it, which is they tell them, okay, I love that you have this inspiration. Now, you know, we don't know who actually made this. So the chances of us perfectly recreating it to a T, like a color by number is not going to be realistic. But I know amazing floral designer that I think 
can do an interpretation of this that is going to be on your wildest dreams. It's still going to give you this look, this feel. And that way they've already set the guidelines that when they come meet with me, I kind of say the same thing. Like I can't replicate that, that picture to a T, but I can give you that feel. I can give you that look. We can get the very, but it, you know, I even sell them on, but it's going to be even better. So yeah, yeah. so when you, <laughs> so as a planner, if they help kind of get them in and guide them that plus, I mean, whatever you need, whatever phrase you need to use, I've used them all when, you know, you don't want me to do it just like this. Cause you don't want your wedding to look, don't you want yours to be special? Don't oh. you want, I, I mean, do you want the exact thing that everybody else is pinning? No, let's put a little different layer. Like I said, if you believe in it, it's very easy to sell your client on it and then they get excited. So I think they come to us so much and especially planners wanting to be, I mean, my husband says this all the time. This is the no, number one industry that has really no point of reference and very rarely have repeat customers. So, you know, the people that are coming to us, I mean, yeah, if you've, you can go buy a car because you bought a car three years ago. You know what the buying a car process is. You haven't planned a wedding before. Most people you have no concept walking. And, you know, so you're walking in with no point of reference. No, the only person that's guiding you might be your parents that got married probably at a minimum of 20 years earlier. And let's all be real. That's nothing like the way it is now. Um, right. So they're coming in with no point of reference. Um, and it's not like. Like I said, there's no repeat. Very rarely is there repeat buyers. So, you know, you have to guide these people. I mean, they're, whether they know it or not, they're looking to you for guidance and education and training. And um, so I think even, you know, when a bride comes in wanting to have an exact replica of something, so many of the really awesome and amazing planners I know can basically educate them on like but you don't want that same exact thing you know let's go talk to cc and she's going to give you that feel but we're going to do it this way or we're going to do this change and i really think you know yeah building that trust that rapport but yes and then they're they're conceptualizing the wedding but they're bringing it to me to really hammer out the details that is like if they understand that and we work it goes back to working together in tandem like just doesn't get any better than than that type of relationship. Like, you know, you got two brains are better than one, so everybody's right. working on it. Absolutely. Well, so, yeah. Cece, that this has been amazing. Thank oh, you. Well, time. Thank you so much. It went so fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could talk for hours. That is definitely not not a downfall of mine is my ability to not just chatter on. So I am <laughs> so glad that I had the chance to talk to you and I love what you're doing. I love Thank podcasts. You. I love planners. So like much. if I could have a bumper sticker that says I heart planners, it would be there on the back of my car right now. Be careful Thank what they- you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan. Um, so thank you. And, and I hope that I was able to give a little bit of insight and a little bit of help. A lot. Just a little bit. You gave us <laughs> a lot. This has been amazing. Where can people find you? 
Okay, so the best place to find me, like I said, would probably be by website, which is ccdesignsllc.com. That is where you can go uh, sign up for my um, mailing list, but also uh, ed- education. I teach a lot of two days of people that come in and they spend two days with me and we teach classes on everything. I have planners, full designers, event designers, you name it. And then also check out my Instagram and my Facebook. Those are also under CC Designs. Um, And then you can uh, definitely find me, you know, straggling around on Twitter and Pinterest a lot of (laughs) these too. So a little bit of everywhere. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll be sure to follow you and follow uh, and share all of the links. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. It has been my pleasure. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Talk to you next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.